The Chattanooga Drive-In Show is sponsored and presented by Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard. The highest quality tires and service for every type of make and model you can imagine. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Let me let me reach over and give a, a <coughs> messed pod, up worse a podcast <laughs> across the room hug to Brian again. With the absence of Pimp Jen, Mom Jen, <laughs> with the entrance of new advertisers, including our new presenting sponsor, Quality Tire Pros, who I've been going to for years and years and years. Thank you to Bo Ray and the entire Everly family for stepping in and really, I guess, giving some credibility to my relationship with them. I've paid them a lot of money over the years. They've worked on my vehicles. They do great work. And I'm not Luther. I'm not James Howard. If I say my friends at a place, they're actually my friends. They're not just advertisers that I'm sucking up to. These are people that I like. My friends at the corporate office of General Dynamics. And uh, they have stepped in as presenting sponsors of the Chattanooga Drive-In Show here at the Lodge Cast Iron Studios, and thank you for tuning in again tomorrow. So we and we we've got we've got a bunch of moving parts. All right, the the first show of this week, I felt from my perspective, which was uh, apparently it was only me in my head, it seemed very confusing and just 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 discombobulated. And one of the weirdest shows we've ever done. I felt like I was tripping. I swear. And uh, everybody said, no, it was fine, it was fine. Everybody said it was fine. Yesterday I thought it was one of the smoothest and best and most complete shows we've ever done. And I hate to say that in Jen's absence. Did y'all notice the banner that she put over the uh, Jen's corner, Pimp's corner? No. Oh, yeah, on the video. Oh, that she's like, <laughs> superimposed in? Yeah, yeah, on the video. No, I didn't see that. Since we've been dogging her in her absence, just as the shaft music begins for Pimp's Corner, there's suddenly this big pink banner that says Jen Kicks Ass or Jen Rules or something like that <laughs> on the video that you could only see on the video. That's so funny. You folks who only listen in an audio form, sometimes you ought to check out the video. But uh, Chattanooga Drive-In Show, daily, entertaining, informative, Chattis-centric podcast, designed and produced with the goal of replacing all of those old, tired, morning drive radio shows around here, syndicated or local, and the TV shows as well. Um, there's going to be a lot of um, foreshadowing uh, in this show. See if you can catch it. See if you can catch the foreshadowing. Mm. Listen to this show like you're watching a movie with a real movie critic person who's constantly going, oh, that's going to come back up. Oh, that's the bad guy right there, right? And just, just see if you can see it coming. And forgive us if we actually do stutter step a little bit. We may be, may be joined later on by a very quick guest. We'll see about that. Uh, tomorrow we have Daphne Kirksey in here from the Tennessee American Water Company. And uh, just to go ahead and get things started, let me just I'll, – I'll, I'll go ahead and say – the big thaw turning into the big refreeze. We're here discussing in real time whether or not Friday morning is truly going to be the meteorological disaster that some people are predicting around here. Now, we still had a ton of snow at the house when I got home yesterday. 
The, you, if you looked and saw, I, I drove the Mazda in this morning, so I was able to get out of the driveway in the urban assault vehicle, <laughs> yeah. you know, the Mazda B3 out there, yeah. uh, which sits exactly one quarter of an inch off the ground where my tailbone is, and uh, was able to get out this morning. But uh, the big thaw, here we go. And Thursday night, Friday morning, here comes another storm, and this time they're not even talking snow. They're talking about ice, 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 baby. Yeah. Oh, a low of 17, so. I, I mean, it's it's going to be brutal. I don't care how bad it ends up. It's going to be a brutal morning. And to be frank, I don't know whether we'll all be able to show up here on Friday morning or not. I mean, Brian has a very narrow window that he has to work in. He has another job he actually gets r- paid real money for uh, that's his career. <laughs> So I'm that's thankful the, for that. That's the reason you hear him hurrying us up at the end of the show, where <laughs> yeah. we could just go on and on. He's got to actually go show up to work. Russell, as we spoke about yesterday, has got a big trip to Louisville. And from what I can tell, all of the national forecasters say this mess is going to be steadily worse every mile north you go. Yeah, I'm going to bring a uh, space blanket and a couple of rifles, I guess. I, I, I would say it would be a good idea We we before we get into the actual upfront wrap-up uh, and we'll talk about, you know, the, the 95 mess. God, it was worse than we, we really had any idea. I just want to just go ahead and say thank you very much to all of our sponsors. Thank you very much to all of our listeners. You guys, I should probably I should probably reverse that, but we're sucking up right now. It's the beginning <laughs> of a new year, so we're sucking up to sponsors and potential sponsors. But, but to the listeners out there, we love you very, very, very much. And uh, – I was going to ask you, Brian, before we went any further, because of course we'll do we have do we have Dave today? Yes, in sports. <clears throat> uh, so we'll we'll have our, our regular sports cast after Russell does the headlines. But uh, generally, we'll touch on a few little bitty things before we get to the upfront wrap up. And uh, I was just going to ask you, uh, Novak, is it Djokovic? Djokovic. 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 I think, I think. So I've heard it both ways. He has refused to get a vaccination, and somehow. He pulled off a medical exemption, and he's been very, very verbose about his. Uh, he says, "You want to get a vaccination? Get a vaccination." I'm not going to. Somehow, he got a medical exemption for the Australian Open, hmm. and if he wins in Australia, he will be the goat. Now, is this golf or He'll, what? No, this tennis. is tennis. Tennis. Oh, tennis okay. He'll be the goat. That, the, that'll be 21 Grand Slams, which would put him ahead of Nadal, put him ahead of everybody. Federer? He's, uh, I think he's Australian, too. Um, maybe maybe I'm wrong on that, but he's the only, <coughs> excuse me, he's the only storyline that they have. That's the only moneymaker that they he's, have. He's going to be booed. And I mean, he's going to, even though, he, I mean, well, he's kind of a bad boy anyways. He's kind of a bad boy of tennis uh, to a, a, a lot of people are hating on the Australian Open for allowing this to happen. I mean, they're they're letting that's this what happen. I'm saying. Yeah. That that's what I'm saying is that, and so uh, it's kind of a lose lose scenario for him. But he wants he wants to be the goat, especially since Australia has been kind of the leading uh, nation of, of really cracking down on. Oh yeah, they've been on, the ones actually putting people in like concentration camps. Yeah, for for you know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing is yeah. not the point. But for a country that's been so uh, aggressive, this is a. <laughs> it's it's a it's head scratcher and it really is comes down to follow the money. Well, he's later, the only storyline that that tournament has. Yeah, I true. this guy is not apparently he's not easy to like. He's he's easy to root for if you like a winner, but uh, not easy to like. But it just it's just a it's a controversy that has gotten everybody's attention. All right, we'll go ahead and get started the way we normally do. But I will also do this. Um, the upfront wrap up. 
where we you know talk about the headlines of the day I always turn it over to russell to do the local news first and i'm gonna i'm gonna do something we've not done before and i'm gonna actually mm-hmm. give a sponsorship to the news to your news <gasps> russell the love muscle russell stroud uh is brought to you by people's home equity if you are about to go on a new home search you would be absolutely ill-advised to do it without being pre-approved and if you're going to get pre-approved you want to do it at people's home equity chatmortgage.com two t's just like chattanooga chatmortgage.com 591-9801 talk to bruce dodd or trevor glass and tell them we sent you and with that russell take it away as you see fit all right well good morning jeff a uh, body was reportedly discovered by a post office mail carrier in flintstone georgia on tuesday reports say the body was lying in a ditch fully clothed details are very limited but the sheriff uh, steve wilson told the press that he is a 64 year old man the victim that is the body was sent to the gbi crime lab in decatur for a full autopsy so a cause of death may be determined uh, his name was not released a 21 year old man now faces charges following a deadly crash that occurred on hicks and Pike back in October. Reports say the driver of a Nissan Altima turned in front of another vehicle causing the crash. One person was killed and others were injured. 21-year-old Trent Legra was charged with vehicular homicide, reckless aggravated assault, failure to exercise due care, and speeding. Also, uh, Walmart and Kroger are both soon going to be raising the price of the COVID-19 rapid tests. They previously had an agreement with the government to sell the tests at cost for a period of 100 days. That was a direct agreement with the White House. Well, that period has since expired, and the timing for Walmart couldn't be any better because the demand is now through the roof. You've seen the shortages. We talked about them yesterday. Expected retail price will rise from $14.00 to just over $20. And a personal anecdote, I actually bribed a friend of mine who works in the industry to get me a test because I had a scratchy throat yesterday. Uh, I've tested negative. We're all good. Also, um, just so you know, for today and for Friday, the weather is looking to be pretty nasty. Mm. Don't really look at the weather too often. But for today and for Friday, it's not looking to be too great. Looks like ice on the roadway. So just be careful out there. And now from uh, I-95 going northbound toward Washington, D.C., it's Dave Hooker. What will Georgia's resolution be? Dave Hooker off the hook sports. Of course, happy new year to you if you haven't been told so already on this very program. But I bet Jeff's taking care of that. Probably Jen, too. If you're Georgia, what's your resolution for the national championship game, which is on Monday? Huh interesting it didn't go so well against alabama we know that in the sec championship game but georgia was the favorite georgia was the top team of the nation georgia was undefeated so do you throw everything out the window the baby with the bathwater, so to speak and change things up do things differently than you did against alabama the first time around i don't know the interesting thing about georgia and Kirby Smart is they've got a quarterback in JT Daniels that's a more talented passer. He's sitting on the bench. He transferred from Southern Cal. He can play, and he has more ability than Stetson Bennett. Here is the problem. JT Daniels hasn't played a lot of snaps this season since suffering that oblique injury, tough to say, as a starter in September. So do you make some vast change if you're Georgia and try to turn the tide, pun intended, We'll see what their resolution is. It'll be interesting to see it. We've seen it before. Alabama, remember, replaced Jalen Hurts with Tua Tungavaola in order to beat Georgia and win a national title. He did that at halftime. Could Georgia do that? Be interesting to watch. Dave Hooker off the Hook Sports. 
Well, let me go ahead and respond directly to Dave. I know he listens and I say here. The secret to Georgia's victory over Alabama would be tackling. Tackling would be a good idea. It's it's a concept that's been around for a while. Maybe, maybe getting the defensive secondary to open their eyes and realize that balls do get thrown into the air <laughs> by Alabama's quarterback from time to time. Yeah, tackling was a part of the game before the forward God. pass even was. So, God yes, a mighty, that, fundamental. Wrap up. You know, the Titans, I mean, for a long time, the AFC South was the least tackling league ever, division ever. I mean, they just – the defenses were terrible, and Georgia's known for it. But, I mean, God, they just dropped the ball so bad against Alabama, but I'm pumped. I am expectant. And as our old buddy Dr. B, God rest his soul, would say, they're due, which, of course, is one of the worst things to say in sports or any kind of betting. If you've if you've tossed a coin 50 times and it's landed on tails every time and you bet on heads because it's due, you're going to lose your money. <laughs> and, and speaking of money, we'll go ahead and start off with, uh, real quick, the Powerball. I tend to not ever play the lottery. Seems like a bad habit. It, 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 it does. I've never done it. It does, but I mean, I stand behind people at convenience stores all day long who play every kind of lottery ticket imaginable. It's part of the reason why I don't do it. But I mean, mm-hmm. I don't pay. Drives me I don't, crazy. I don't yeah. pay attention to it until it gets up above five hundred million. Because, I mean, I mean, that's real money. I mean, I could actually do something with that. That's more than we make here. Yeah, and, and that's more than we make doing this podcast. <laughs> I mean, put together. I mean, that's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I, I might be able to but take what a is couple they always say off. that if, at 50 million, your odds are better than at 500? Yeah, I, <clears> I, I, mean, I don't know if that's true, but that's I what I've heard. I have no idea. I, I thought, uh, what is Less the, people are playing, the odds go up. What The, the, the New York artist, photographer, critic, writer, Fran Leibovitz. Oh, oh, yeah. Once was it Fran or Annie? Fran or Annie? I think Leibovitz. Fran is right. Um, once someone said, "They said, do you play the lottery?" She goes, "No, I figure my odds are about the same if I don't play as if I play." <laughs> and I and I agree with that. But it's up to six hundred and ten million dollars as of this moment. It'll be much more by the time they draw tonight. And at six hundred and ten, think about this. That would be the seventh biggest Powerball. Friendly God, they give away money like nobody's business. They do. She said, I've done the calculation, and your chances of winning the lottery are identical whether you play or not. <laughs> yeah, there you have it. All right, uh, let's go ahead and upfront wrap up. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in today. This is where we hit you with as many headlines as we can so we can claim to be the dominant headline bringer to you or of anybody, any other media outlet in this area. All right. Uh, the Department of Homeland Security and the FBI currently investigating continuing posts threatening a 1-6, January 6th redo, a (laughs) rally, a violent uprising somewhere. D.C. is on edge. Trump, as we discovered yesterday, I asked the question, was he going to actually go and speak at a rally on the 6th? And you weren't sure... You texted me last night and said it looks like this. And from what I can tell right now, he had a press conference set up at Mar-a-Lago. Right, it was like a closed event. But it was clearly meant to be a pump-up-the-base thing for him. Yeah. And everybody listen to me when I say this. we got to give Donald Trump credit, political credit, human credit, American patriot credit, for calling that off. Yeah. He called it off. I mean, he actually listened 
to his advisors and family members that were saying, this will look terrible. This will look terrible. And so he has called it off. But the idea of some kind of reunion is still picking up steam everywhere you look. You know who the, the person on the hot seat now is? Sean Hannity. Oddly enough, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, his his texts on the 4th and the 5th of last year, a year ago today, a year ago yesterday, a year ago today, a year, a year ago tomorrow, his text showed a tremendous advanced knowledge that it was going to be not only happening, but that it was going to turn into a mess and a major problem. He said at one point in a text, he said, Trump doesn't need to mention the election ever again, 2020. He did, it, he's, he's killing himself. Mm-hmm. He, I told you guys, I mean, months and months ago, I said, Sean Hannity is not a fan of Donald Trump. They, they are a mutual admiration society because they help build each other's product and, 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 and brand up. It gives them something he to talk about. He doesn't like him. He doesn't like him. He doesn't admire him. He doesn't, he doesn't look up to him. He doesn't really want him to be president. He just wants to be number one. He, he liked him in the same way that he loved Obama when Obama was in. Yeah. Because he's great for the radio. Yeah, of course he is. I mean, of, of course he is. Nothing could have been better. In fact, we, my, our old boss, my current boss, and I were joking about this years ago, saying it would be great if Hillary won because it would be the best thing for talk radio ever. I remember when, actually, uh, Bill Clinton left office, and I was doing talk radio then, and people were saying, well, what are you guys going to do now? <laughs> because, I mean, there were so many people that hated him then, and talk radio yeah. was, you know, it was, it was new, and it was fairly divisive, not compared to where we are today. Mm-hmm. You mentioned I-95, the 12-hour wait with nobody, with blankets or pillows or water or food or supplies or batteries or heat sources or anything of that nature, and phones going out and running out of gas, 12 hours turned into 27. Uh, A jackknife truck is the thing that started it all, and when the Virginia governor and and the D.C. mayor were all being called on the carpet, finger-pointing, here it goes. This is the international American symbol of, of, (laughs) of, you know, in any crisis situation, pointing in every direction except your own. Why isn't FEMA doing something? Why why didn't you call out the National Guard? Where were they going to go? What are they supposed to do? I-95 only has about a handful of on and off ramps. Uh Aha, we'll shoot the cars. I mean, what were you going to do? I mean, I guess you could take tanks down the median, (laughs) but I'm not sure that's exactly what it was being called for. That sounds like a Russian response to a crisis. You know, uh, bring in the tanks. It's the only way. Uh, By the way, on 1-6, Pence, Vice President Pence, is going to get subpoenaed too. That'll be interesting. You wait and wait and see. That that'll probably happen in the next. He day was pissed off on the sex so. too. Uh, COVID nineteen variant, a new one. This is wonderful. This is exactly what we wanted to hear. <clears throat> I don't know if we were supposed to say I H U or I H U, I H U. I don't know. I H U variant found near Marseille, France. No. Several people hospitalized. 46 different mutations and this variation of the virus, meaning it probably has developed the ability to get around 
all the boosters uh, oh, and all God. the shots I, and all the vaccinations. I'd like to point out, I spelled Marseille correctly on the first try. Yeah, I did that too. <laughs> yeah, I did it by memory. I don't think I've ever said Marseille. I don't know that I have. I mean, it's been obviously we know it by history because of World War II. Sure. But I have no reason to talk about Marseille, France. And I did the same thing. I jotted out. So I wonder if I spelled that right. Yeah. Looked it up. I did. And nobody's going to say it but me, but you have to believe me. I just typed it in uh, to get some information real quick. And yeah, WHO official downplays the threat of the new COVID IHU variant uh, um but pubmed um dot edu says that it's they downplayed a, the last one and downplayed the last one yeah uh, they say the new variant is on their radar the virus has had a lot of chances to pick up blah 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 CD, Who knows? cdc making no friends with uh changing the guidelines on omicron saying you only need to um hibernate for five days instead of 10 mm-hmm. that's got everybody all kinds of twitter pated uh, uh, everybody's Twitter painted except for Marjorie Taylor Greene, as we know. Um, you know, that's again, Jen, Jen could come home now, except she'd be coming home to a COVID house where both daughters are living and have, and actually have the disease. Yeah. And yes, so, they were both vaccinated too. Yeah. I was going to say, we will not be hearing her voice on the podcast again until next Tuesday. Uh, there's just no reason her coming home and getting sick. Yeah, just, of course. And she does have, um, health complications that would make her extremely, you know, uh, immune compromised. She's open about it. Yeah, she she has an issue with her thyroid. Well, she has no thyroid. In that she doesn't have one, yeah. yeah. So uh, that opens her up quite a bit to issues. U.S. has doubled their order of Pfizer pills. This is the new thing, of course. I went to CVS yesterday to down in Saudi Daisy. Mm. You know, you got to be crazy if you don't live in Daisy. You ain't nobody if you don't live in Saudi. You You're know? the only person where Saudi Daisy is down for you. <laughs> I am down. Straight out of Saudi Daisy, baby. Um, and uh, or Dunlap either way. I'll, I'll claim both. Uh, but I went to the CVS, and, and, and the pharmacist there is so nice. I loved my first, my last two pharmacists, and I really resented being pushed away from them by the insurance that I had, mm. forced to go somewhere else. And I thought, well, sure as anything, I'm going to go down here and these people are going to be a bunch of jerks. And, and the guy's really nice. And we were actually had, I mean, there were people waiting in line to get shots and all this stuff. And, and I did ask him, I said, your life's got to be pretty complicated right now because there were people that were bitching back and forth. And he said, the CDC is not doing us any favors. That's what I've if heard. If they too. would just stick was something I said, what about the pills when they get here? He goes, don't ask that. Don't ask that. <laughs> yeah. we, we don't know. We, we honestly don't have a policy yet as to yeah. what how we're going to deal with this pill thing. Um, all right, so you got that going on. Uh, the schools, for the most part, uh, President Biden said, schools should remain open. Schools should remain open. We're, we're giving you the boosters. We're, we're, we're bringing the pills. We just ordered a million pills, so if you get sick, you can take them, get better quick. And that's what they say this Pfizer pill does. I saw the um, uh, New York Teachers Union was really pushing for a closure, though. Well, Chicago's Teachers Union, they forced a closure. Yeah, they said and, we ain't doing it. Yeah, Chicago Mayor Lightfoot, of course, always a lightning rod. <laughs> I, 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 I want to see a before and after picture of her. She's a com- I mean, before she took that office and when she leaves, like yeah. the presidency. She's a compelling character. Oh, my God. Well, she lashed out at him yesterday. She said, I can't believe we're doing this again. But, yeah, she... Chicago schools are closed. The The teachers just said, screw you. And, you know, if you, they know you should send the kids to class, and there's not going to be a teacher there. Well, Substitutes are bad enough. What, no teacher at all. It was worse. These what, kids aren't learning anything. I was going to no, say, what kind of, of these learning? Kids are think, learning about, think about somebody who is literally getting their degree right now, and they have gone through two and a half years of mishmash virtual learning, yeah. sometimes Zoom classes, sometimes in class, separated, you know, socially distanced. Um, crazy take-home assignments. 
I mean, you, you can't learn in that atmosphere. I mean, I know you can if you want to, just like any other situation. If you want to, you'll learn. But I mean, the average student, this, this is, I think we can see coming in another 18, 20 years, there will was, be an intellectual gap. I was just about to say, give it 20 years from now. We'll let's do it. it. Let's throw an IQ test on everybody yeah. and see where we're at. There will be an intellectual gap. I think, I think it's, it's, it's. You don't have to be a futurist to see that coming. Well, with college students, it's not like they're missing a whole lot in terms of, like, that's not essential education. I mean, No, I, I'm, is, I'm thinking you know more I mean. along the 8- to 12-year-old. Yeah. Uh, the the 14- to 18-year-old who are really missing valuable time when you're, you know, you're at your most impre- I mean, impressionable. Yeah, I mean, even just moving a couple of times as a kid, I missed whole categories of things, like measurements. I, I, I know forever i didn't really know my measurements i didn't know ounces and liters or, mm-hmm. or, or I gallons still, i still struggle or any of that <laughs> stuff until i actually was was working in my family wholesale warehouse and had to figure out that two pints made a quart and four you know yeah. four quarts made a gallon oh, i'm always having to look that stuff I, up. I missed all that in between two schools as of my family moved and you're going to do that you know chunks of history well it's even harder with metric stuff mixed in because i'm like how oh, many God, liters yeah. per kilogram and that was a huge deal when i was coming up too. Yeah. 10.6 million job openings in the u.s nobody wants them it now has a name <laughs> great resignation oh uh, really? we got the great depression the great recession uh, now we got the great resignation, and those positions don't seem to be opening 3% up. Three percent of the American workforce said no. I, I, I'm, I'm, I have re-evaluated my life and what's important in my life, and my job is not amongst it. Three wow. percent, and that's a lot of people. That's a hell of a lot of people. All right, uh, East Grove Ridge, Ridge woman being sought. Uh, I did. I, 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 you know, I always zone you out. I'm sorry. I love you to death, uh, but I'm always thinking ahead. Did you mention this? The woman who is they're looking for, she tried to send a federal prison inmate drugs in a Bible. Oh, in a Bible. We didn't. I've I've read that, but we didn't mention yeah. it. Well, I mean, that's just it. They 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 found the Bible, and it was heading toward somebody who is from here in a federal prison somewhere. And I don't <laughs> have any more details than that. But that's I was a just, nice try. I was just going to tell the lady, everybody who's ever robbed a hotel room. Guess where the first place they look for cash, credit cards, or anywhere else? Guess where it's going to be? The Gideon Bible. The Gideon Bible. Yeah. People think that if they stuff something in a Bible, it's going to somehow be saved. <laughs> it's going to be sanctified. God will protect that the my Holy, money. The Holy Spirit's going to protect your dope or whatever it is you got in there. Oh. And, and I mean, I'm telling you, that's just, that's, yeah, that, that you need to get over that thought. So I, I have some extra details on that from my recollection. The bookstore owner, she went to a Christian bookstore, and I think it's the one on Ringgold Road, actually. And the the bookstore owner is like, sure, we'll send this Bible to a federal inmate because, hey, you know, it sounds like a nice yeah. thing to do. Spread the word. Spread the word, right. I mean, there, sure, certainly there's no Bibles in prison. So <laughs> uh, as he's packaging up this Bible, uh, he or she uh, notices stuff falling out of it and goes, huh, and then calls the police. Yeah, some kind of stuff. Andy yeah. Dufresne might have messed up the uh, <laughs> smuggling something in with the Bible. Uh, he ruined that for everybody. With, with, that uh, Shawshank Renaissance. Shawshank, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the store in, owner goes, huh, this yeah. is drugs. Down in Georgia, uh, Governor Kemp wants to get a uh, change in the law where everybody will be able to carry without any kind of license like we have here in Tennessee. Oh, I'm sure if he tries hard enough, it won't be a difficult. Oh, it won't be difficult at all. It won't be difficult at all. I don't know uh, what difference it'll really make, though. It's so easy to get a permit. I, I was – it just – a little bit of training it's, it's goes optical. a long it's way. Optic. It's just optics to me. A mm-hmm. little bit of training goes a long way. I mean, you know, and I know, again, you don't. We talked about this with the Alec Baldwin situation. 
There is never, ever a scenario where you take a firearm and aim it at somebody and pull the trigger as a joke. No, never. I don't care if you've checked it a thousand times. You don't do it. You learn things about, you know, you don't you know, go waving your firearm around. I had a person get it behind me today, heavy, heavy traffic, because today is, everybody is going back to school in our neck of the woods, and mm-hmm. so there was a lot more traffic. In the, and I was in the left lane. I was trying to get over in the right so I could pull over and get a newspaper, and a guy comes screaming up behind me and starts flashing his lights, starts flashing his lights. And, I mean, and there's traffic in front of me, and there's traffic to the right of me, and I'm trying to get over, and, of course, I'm thinking, well, thank you for flashing your lights, A, and not pulling out a handgun and waving it at me, <laughs> yeah. which I've, I have, you know, uh, you know, actually encountered. You've got the scars to prove yeah, it. Yeah, and got the scars to prove it. But, I mean, what do you think I'm going to do? Yeah. But, I mean, but you learn things about, like, the barrier. I mean, you know, you, you don't shoot somebody because they're standing there with a knife on the other side of a car saying, don't make me come over there and cut you. Yeah. If they start charging over the hood. That's another story. That's another story. And yeah. you, you, that's the kind of thing you learn in training uh north korea did launch another missile into the sea uh let me see uh mentioned the the back on covid we had a million cases yesterday yesterday one day a million cases that is a new world record thank you very much the numbers are i'm not gonna say misleading i'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole but every time i look at the numbers here in hamilton county because i do keep an eye on them i'm always surprised at how low they actually are considering our population uh, because uh, Chattanooga keeps a good, does a good job of updating the numbers every day, and they'll say there's you know 1,000 new cases, and I'm like, oh, that's it. <laughs> we and, and we're almost done with the upfront wrap up here. I'm, just so you guys will know, we'll be moving quickly uh, and get you as much information as possible. Get to some entertaining stuff. Uh, the U.S. We have made an arrest in the murder of the Haitian president, the assassination yeah. of the president of Haiti. Haiti, who has plenty enough on their plate. Um, you know, remember the assassination of the president took place. They killed, you know, as many of his family members, everybody inside the, you know, the, the palace. Yeah, apparently posed um, as DEA agents. A guy named Mario Palacios was detained by U.S. authorities at an airport in Panama and flown from there to Miami. And he'll be appearing before a federal judge, I guess, next week. Why are we taking the, the lead on that? I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm glad we are. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying I'm not sure why. That's a good question. I don't actually know. Was I he mean, an American? I know that Americans were supposedly involved. Right. That's what I heard as well. And it seemed that they were sort of like hired mercenaries to do the job. Yeah. Uh, disgruntled Haitians. A little bit of pop culture here. The Bowie catalog sold yesterday. We do not know for how much. It was the Springsteen catalog. Oh, the couple, David Bowie. Yeah, catalog. yeah. A couple, a couple of weeks ago, that sold for five hundred million. And Bowie, they got, you know, I mean, however many years of, of songs from, I mean, really bizarre, eccentric, experimental <laughs> crap yeah. to some of the greatest rock songs ever, ever, ever. Bowie was that guy. Here's my 17 minutes of me screaming. Yeah, exactly. And uh, uh, all the outtakes with uh, Lou Reed. Yeah. I don't I w- understand why, there's, why they do this. <laughs> Buy the greatest hits. <laughs> yeah, no. And then uh, I just, one other one here. I just want to brag on us just a hair. And uh, my, my mole uh, out in Colorado, my ex-wife, who actually did tip me. Does she know you call her a mole? No, no. My my source, my stringer, my cub reporter, (laughs) my correspondent, uh, my ex out in Colorado in Boulder County, 
who gave us the information, and we had it first, and it is on the front page of the Times Free Press today, that the investigation into that big Colorado wildfire is now being aimed directly at the 12 Tribes organization, which was founded here in Chattanooga and still live on in the form of the Yellow Deli, which I'm not trying to slam at all. No. Go eat at the Yellow Deli today. I'm just saying the investigation continues, and we had it first. That's all I'm trying to say. And uh, just so... Heck yeah. You guys will know when the dudes here showed up today, I was sitting here in my position where I normally am when you hear my voice, but normally I'm pacing back and forth frantically out there and still, you know, shuffling papers and stuff. Yeah. And the reason is because I have a massive rip in my jeans that I did not know was there. <laughs> and uh, I jumped in, the, in the, the car this morning and realized, God, my car seat is so cold. <laughs> And I don't have a car seat warmer in the Mazda. There was yeah. one in the Subaru, and I've gotten used to it. I was going, God, why is why is my seat so cold? Did it get wet? Did it did the snow seep in? And I didn't realize until I got here. I've got a gash this this large <laughs> oh, on my no. left cheek. So I will be sliding out of here. And anybody who thought they were going to see me later today, you can unexpect that. Uh, be holding by, the newspaper. I, by the time I go home, I will be staying home. I can guarantee you that. And this is what they swore. We all knew how to play. This portion the deal. of the show. Everybody's got one. Editorial time. Everybody's got one. And usually, depending on who you talk to, but somebody's going to say it stinks, an opinion. And uh, this is brought to you. This is a new advertiser, too, and another one that uh, we're looking very forward to having Jen back so we can kind of get her act together here as we start this year off right. Jason Armstrong, owner of American Exotic Guitars, a really neat guy, true definition of local artist, musician, craftsman. American Exotic Guitars, we're going to get one, we're going to hang it here in the background soon, provides the highest end and quality handcrafted and complete custom-made instruments. These are stunning guitars featuring premium components, Solid body construction. You need to check it out. Go to AmericanExoticGuitars.com. They use crazy uh, exotic woods like Osage Orange. I don't even know how you get a piece of Osage Orange big enough to cut a... I mean, I, usually they're so gnarled. Uh, acacia Coa, Black Walnut, Honey Locust. I'm sorry to say this. He'll, he'll cringe when I say this. Locust is probably the best firewood in the world. It no. burns forever, and it burns so hot. It's a hard, hard wood. I love that wood. Sassafras, persimmon, AmericanExoticGuitars.com. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram as well. Yeah, they're and, really beautiful. Yeah, just talk to Jason, and uh, he'll hook you up. Everybody's got one. All right, this is going to be my last look at the last year. You know, there's so much that is available out there at the end of the year the you know the pop culture stuff the 10 top this the 10 top that and all the rest of it and we're going to do a couple of those today and this one is just the biggest entertainment stories of 2021 hmm. you guys comment as you see fit lots of deaths this Th year I this know. is uh, the new york times this is their list all right okay and this is from i don't know if it's from 10 to 1 or 1 to 10 or if it makes any difference it just i don't care sure uh, but 2021 the top 10 entertainment stories everybody's got one this opinion piece free britney Oh, Hashtag yeah. Free Britney. Yeah, I remember that. that I mean, even I got good. caught up in that. It was e interesting. I have to say, even I got caught up in that. After, After 20 years, I am a little tired of Britney Spears as a story, but I get it. I understand why. Yeah. I understand. There are a couple of Britney Spears songs that I think are worthwhile, 
and she certainly was. I think there's more than a, I think there's it, more than a couple, but she's talented for sure. Yeah, I say Toxic is is a is a hell of a good song. It is a good song, and there's there's a couple of. I don't know the names of any of them, but uh, and here's one. I actually sent this, and I don't know if I sent this to you or not, hmm. Russell. I don't think I would have sent it to you, Brian, because it wouldn't have really pertained to you. But I did send it to all of my geek friends, <laughs> and I, I watched another episode of Squid Games, and I sent out a text that said, "This is the worst schlock I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> I was so offended. Who says otherwise? is a damn liar, period. And I had more response to that text. <laughs> People telling me I was crazy. Well, you but are crazy. Squid Game Mania. I watched the first episode. Um, I was mildly intrigued, but clearly not intrigued to continue I'm watching. I'm not getting I'll, I'll, it. I'll pick it really? back up. I'm surprised. I, I know. <laughs> well, I, I get I, it. I mean, it's just, it's like watching some old Japanese. It's a B-movie. Ultra-violent, yeah. yeah, exactly, you know, B-movie, or even cartoon or anime, back before they had hentai well, or <laughs> good but, but it's very shocking. Whatever they're called. You I don't know, know what it is. There was never a time before hentai. And, uh, um, no, it's uh, it's not high art. It's entertainment. It's fun. But it's not entertaining. I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was a little bit. It's just crazy. Just be, the shock, the shock value for me. It, yeah. it, All right, Benifer's happy and they could care less. Yeah. What? Um, What'd you say? Army Hammer Benifer. What's that? Oh, you know, J Lo, Jennifer Lopez, and Ben Affleck. Oh, oh. No, remember he went off and they were together. Then he went off and married Jennifer Aniston, not Jennifer Aniston, Jennifer Garner, and had some kids and. We talked about this the other day. He blamed that marriage on his drinking, yeah, which yeah. was really stupid. Uh, but then he goes back to J Lo. Uh, no, not not anybody here is going to second guess. He was with running An- back to J Lo. I don't was, think he was with Anna Armas for a while too, which is freaking crazy. Army Hammer, yeah, the, the cannibalism story. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot the of fun. Blue eyed boy next door, call me by your name, star. Um, hmm. Yeah, he talked about wanting to like mutilation, eat sexual domination. Yeah, he wanted to like grill this woman's ribs. I guess I didn't pay attention eat to this. Eat pieces one. of her. Yeah, it was pretty I'd crazy. Say it's going to he he's currently in treatment, all right. Oh, well, all right then. <laughs> Keeping up with the end of Kimye. That's one I didn't care about. I thought it was bizarre that Kanye did that strange concert, not concert yeah. appearance yeah. down in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, but yeah, I, really, lived, I just don't care. He like lived there for a while. That's yeah. another one. I don't I don't understand Kanye's genius. I don't get it either. I don't get he's, his genius. He's good musically, but I don't think he's like the pinnacle of anything. We do have a song we're going to we're going to end on today like we did the Christmas songs before the holiday. We have a new tune from a band out of the Isle of Wight called Wet Leg, and this is my prediction that that will be one of the big singles of 2022, and I'm really into this band, so I just figured I'd throw that in there right now. Chris Harrison didn't get a rose on The Bachelor. Who? Okay. What? Again, this is the New York Times. Okay. Cuomo double trouble. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. First he kills all is those people. Is that entertainment news? No, it's just news. Mm, I don't oh, know. Oh, by the way. I put it, our politics in entertainment level. By the days. way, no, nobody's taking any action the the county attorney generals the state attorney generals nobody taking any action on the 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 old folks home yeah as you say first he kills all those people in the retirement home and then he's like oh well at least i didn't sexually assault anybody whoops Uh, here we go tragedy strikes a movie said alec baldwin involved in a tragic incident involving a prop gun new mexico movie set it wasn't a prop gun it was a real gun it was a real gun that shot a real bullet into a real person and she's really dead yeah uh, and then tragedy strikes a music festival, and the Travis uh, Travis Scott thing, the oh, Astro World. Horrible. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not. It wasn't Las Vegas. 
but it was bad enough. Yeah, nothing's as bad as that it so was, far. It was, it was bad enough. So there you go, top 10. If you disagree with anything you hear on this podcast or if you would just like to comment, you can always call or text if you would like to, 301-9229, 301-9229, and Brian Stone with a Y will be fielding those, and we'll share them with you here on the podcast. Have we gotten any more of those, Brian? Of course we have. <laughs> We've got a few. We're going to gather them up over time, and we'll okay. do a segment with it. Chattanooga safety products. Texting so, seems to be what people like the most. So Sorry. Highway 58. I wonder that light that I blinded y'all with with my toboggan yesterday. <laughs> yeah, your And I'm, I'm sorry, my net cap. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm using the southern slang phrase for, for net cap. It's called my, a toboggan. My toboggan. No, it's not called a toboggan anywhere else oh. except for Dixie. I didn't know that. I promise you that. Yeah, yeah. Call, it a sled. A, call it a toboggan in Michigan and see what they say. They'll say that's a but sled. But that light, yeah. I wonder how it actually worked through the camera because it is obnoxiously bright. And I got it at Chattanooga Safety Prize. It's yeah. just a little bitty thing. People say, what's that on your hat? And of course, I always oblige them by hitting the button. And they go, ah. And, and then they can't see anything for another two minutes. And hopefully they're not a long haul 18 wheeler, you know, getting, <laughs> getting ready to get behind. But I wonder what that worked like through the camera, if it actually intensified the light or if it just looked like a blur. But Chattanooga Safety Products is on Highway 58. Next to the Hungry House, all your industrial safety footwear and PPE needs. Safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety products thank you so much dax turner all right um this is the duh category duh schwa um has president biden had an easy run no no has his presidency been massively successful no. and glorious no <laughs> no opposite ha- has he done anything right at all yes yeah. he certainly has tried he has tried to implement things that he thinks will make america better and has been stymied but I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm using a source here. This isn't just me. Of course he has. Of course there have been some gains. They've just been overshadowed by the stumbles and fumbles. And he's got that air about him. I mean, President Ford had a few successes too. Yeah. But nobody remembers that. They just remember him being a bumbling idiot. Right. This, I, I think this past year has been pretty disastrous for, for Joe Biden. Well, think it about, has been. There's no doubt think about, about it. Like Nixon got us out of Vietnam, but nobody remembers that. And then opened up China. Yeah. I mean, for what it's worth, I mean, that was a brand new market then. We'll be talking about that a little bit more later too. The Washington Post has a columnist named Mark Thiessen, and he's got the top 10 best things, and he's super conservative. He has been very critical. I mean, I read all the columns. Mm-hmm. I know not, not all y'all do. Well, it's always um, good to encourage the good things. But, I mean, he, 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 he said this is the things he did right, and this is not being facetious or tongue-in-cheek, so I'll be real quick. Launched the first test of a new system to defend Earth from a killer asteroid. Not yeah. a bad deal. Yeah. Uh, twice launched airstrikes against Iranian proxy forces in Iraq and Syria. Okay. Became the first president to resist Turkish pressure and officially acknowledge the 1915 genocide against Armenians. A little bit late, but we'll take it. Sure. Uh, recovered the majority of the ransom paid by Colonial Pipeline to the Russian Hacking Collective. That was quite good. Hitting, yeah. yeah, didn't get a lot of credit for that. Sidelined the court-packing movement on the left. Biden created a commission which steered clear of taking a position on the most controversial ideas for changing the court. Evaluated, number five, quadrilateral security dialogue, the quad between the U.S., Australia, India, and Japan. Yeah, that made Remember, the Russians really That's the angry. one that made the Russians so mad. Yeah. Uh, stepped up U.S. support for Taiwan. Very good. I'm going to ask again, folks, do you have the stomach to go to war against China over Taiwan? Officially, our policy says, yes, we will, and yes, we will. How do you feel about that? 
me personally, I, I think that it would be worth it. And I think that we'd be going back on a lot of our promises if we didn't. But war is never a good thing. He announced a historic trilateral security agreement. There's another one with the, 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 the counter the Chinese hit, whatever, the, the, the threat over there. Hegemony? 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 Yeah. That's another one I never say out loud. I, I know, read right? it and I know what it means, but I never yeah. say it out loud. I've always heard hegemony. Oh, oh, oh. I'll, I'll One more quick little thing on, on pronunciations. There's only two more. Uh, accelerated COVID vaccine delivery at home and abroad. Thank you. And signed the $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill into law. Yeah, eight, of those, eight of those 10 things nobody's heard of. I was going to say, yeah. Well, nobody's no, yeah, heard no, of. No, no. They, they, the they were in person. the media. Yeah. Just everybody just went right by it. Well, well, and it's difficult it. for, and you could say this about Trump or Bush or anybody. It's not. I'm not targeting Biden in this. It's hard to give credit to the president for a lot of those things because they're things that would have happened anyway. Uh, for instance, the, the launching of that space system was something that's yeah. been in the works for like 10 years. So, and they unfolded the uh, the wings and yeah. the, the solar shield on the new space telescope. It is in orbit and uh, unfolded all eight layers, uh, each one of them a, the the width of a human hair, and each one of them knocking down the temperature that would be hitting the satellite by about oh 110 degrees that's significant I mean, it, yeah. it keeps it at minus 480 i don't know yeah. what what absolute zero is but it's darn close all right yeah it's amazing all right so there you go what are you doing hey i've got some stuff here today <laughs> thanks thanks to pimp jen who sent it even though she is in stockbridge massachusetts home of alice's restaurant and sort of trapped there, and I believe getting a little bit stir-crazy because she's trapped with family, of course, and we all know how that goes. Mm -hmm. um, but she sent me some stuff that she basically gleaned from her little handheld device. Uh, what are you doing? That's just a community calendar segment here on the Chattanooga Drive-In Show brought to you by the good folks at Guardian Investment Advisors. Gary Thurman and his staff out there will help you invest your money in a way that makes sense. I certainly have had a terrible run of luck in my investment history, and Gary just basically just makes it easy and, and gave me that good advice. Just put the money in there and ignore it and just let it grow. Don't go checking on it. Don't go you know, opening up every little single thing you get from somebody saying there's going to be a transaction. That'll drive you crazy. 710-9199, 710-9199. Let Gary and them worry about that. All right. Community calendar stuff. What are you doing? Jason Isbell in the 400 unit this Friday. Tivoli Theater. Oh. You're not going to go? I forgot about that one. Isn't that some kind of fundraiser, higher dollar ticket kind of thing? Tivoli's annual theater gala. Yeah, I, I don't think, I, I don't think you're getting in for 20 bucks on that one. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but no, I, I, I don't know. I forgot all about it. Would love to see it. Carpetbaggers Comedy Night, also that same night <laughs> She's at always the boat of Chattanooga. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, you know, our buddy Jeff Greenspan. Yeah. That's his thing. No, I just think it's funny. It's like every opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> New York City Comics from Netflix, Comedy Central, Sirius XM, BuzzFeed, and NPR fame join the Southeast favorites. Tickets include a beer. That is so smart. It is very smart. And that, you know, is, that is something, yeah. At, at other concerts in other countries, when you buy a ticket, you actually get food and a beer. Almost everywhere. Mm -hmm. I know we're, we're one of the only, on that. Yeah, we're one of the only places that doesn't do that. Well, I don't know why. and I don't know if this carries any weight for you at home listening, but I actually have been. Uh, Jen dragged me to one, 
And I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really funny. So if you like my sense of humor, you'll like theirs too because it's really funny. And also, First Friday Open House uh, will be taking place, because it's the first Friday in January, at the Area 61 Gallery, 721 Broad Street. It's uh, free. You do need to RSVP, though, because they do a little mix-mingle thing down there, and they want to make sure they got enough drinks. That's it. Okay. That's all I've got for that one. Chattanooga Drive-In Show, Tri-State Region's Drive-In Theater of the Mind, featuring the voice of our city's morning commute for three decades, the communicator, that'd be me, Jeff Stiles with the Y, Pim Jen Lambert, Russell, the love muscle, Russell Stroud, and Dave Hooker doing sports, and Brian Stone also with the Y, and Jeff Greenspan, as we mentioned. And we stream on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radiocast, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, PocketCast, <laughs> Radio Public, wherever you go for quality podcast, Monday through Friday, starting at 5 a.m. So where are we time. headed here? Are we jumping over the corner right to Russell, or you got something to fill in for that? No, them? Pimp's Corner? No, just I tell you what I, I'll do. We'll play it anyway yeah, just while I'll, we transition. I'll just, I'll, just, I'll just go ahead and just get a little Jen can bit put of, her uh, graphic up now that says she's yeah, the coolest. Yeah. <laughs> she, that she's awesome. Oh, you're transitioning, uh, Brian? Congratulations. There's a new podcast about being better versions of ourselves, sharing stories and lessons from our successes and failures. Join Bruce Dodd as he walks us through learning to be intentional with our money, time, thoughts, and relationships, the intentionallivingproject.com. I mentioned that Daphne Kirksey from Tennessee American will be here tomorrow as our guest and trying to get Bruce to come in to talk about this particular project. But then we'll go right from that and we'll run over to Russell the Love Muscle, flexing his muscle, the muscle flex, a little Warren Zevon in the background here and see what he's got going on. Well, first of all, I want to give a giant thank you to Chris Campbell at Time for Tai Chi, uh, spelled T-A-I-J-I, the traditional ancient Chinese-English spelling of Tai Chi. Um, he says uh, he sent me a, a text message with quite a lot of information, and there's a lot to compact, so I'll just tell you this. There are five class options right now on the south and the east side of Chattanooga, and there's a Zoom class as well. Uh, there's the Ballet Esprit Studio in St. Elmo on Tuesdays, 1230 and 730s. There's uh, class times there. Uh, Vance Road, the Retreat Studio down the hill from Nutrition World, Mondays and Tuesdays. There are classes there and Wednesdays as well. Uh, and there's the Zoom Studio uh, class at uh, 6 on Wednesday. I know that's a lot to uh, pack into your brain, but you can go to time for taiji.com to get a better picture of everything that's going on, get more pricing information, or you can uh, text or call 423-821-8947. Talk to Chris, time for taiji, taiji.com. So, uh, what I want to jump into is not the North Korean missile launch, which you might be expecting me to talk about because it's a pretty big deal, but it's also kind of not because the North Korean missile launch is one of those things where they do it all the time That's the now. sixth. Yeah. yeah, it's like the sixth one they've done. It's the first one this year. The last time they did it, they launched it from a submarine, and everyone in the region kind of went, oh, no. Anyway, yeah. so uh, what I do want to talk about, though, is Kazakhstan. Because Kazakhstan is actually regionally extremely important, and I'll tell you why. It's because Kazakhstan is where we launch our missions to the International Space Station from. A lot of people don't know that, but when we historically have launched missions to the International Space Station, we've done it from the Cosmodrome 
in Kazakhstan. It was built by the Russians during the Soviet era, um, and now it's housed in Kazakhstan, but it's a location we use pretty regularly. The population in Kazakhstan has risen up into what appears to be a revolution uh, overnight almost because gas prices rose to a point where they were completely unaffordable for the average person. People got so angry that they started rioting. The president sent out riot police and things uh, escalated from there. I'm going to show you, Jeff, a, a clip of what's going on in the, the capital right now where you can see tons of smoke. Oh my uh, God. There's been gunfire. There's been thermobaric, not thermobaric, I'm sorry. There's been stun grenades being thrown. No, it's a war zone. It's a war zone, right. And it's just regular people that rose up basically overnight. Uh, they're tearing down statues of the former president, just like you saw happening in That looks in Iraq. familiar. Yeah, just like you saw happening in the 1989. And then they'll beat him with shoes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, this, according to uh, open source intelligence source saying Almaty, ba that's the capital-based TV broadcasting station, KTK, suspended their broadcasts. Then the broadcast station was being uh, seized by protesters. Employees were seen fleeing from the area. The Almaty Police Department has not yet been seized as of the time of us talking right now, but probably by the time you hear it, they will have been. The president, whose name I, I cannot pronounce, unfortunately, uh, essentially dissolved the government uh, and forced everyone to resign. But he is apparently wanting to stay in power. Uh, this is not going to end very well for him. I hope that it's a little bit less gory than what happened to, say, Kochescu, but uh, mm. it's not going to end well for him. So keep your eye on Kazakhstan. It's regionally uh, an important location. It's important for us, for the space industry, and it's important regionally just because of its strategic location between the Middle East and Russia. So keep can, your eye on that. Can I jump in on the end of your segment and yeah. say something I said I, we were going to touch on this? And it, it doesn't have anything to do with storytelling time coming up. So I was going to say, we've, we have all made fun. And my wife, my Venezuelan wife, uh, bilingual and entire family, you know, down there, um, she, she agrees with me 100% on this one. The Latin X thing, or <laughs> as most of us did the first time that we came across it, Latinx. said Latinx, <laughs> yeah. because that's the way it's spelled. It's literally, there's no hyphen, there's no variation, and it's just suddenly we got this word out there. And, and, and I said Latinx on the air two or three times, and somebody said, I think it's supposed to be Latin X. I said, either way, it's stupid. I don't like it at all. I mean, and there is now an actual huge undertaking going on. It's being led from Argentina, so there's no cultural appropriation here. These are people who have a heavy vested interest in maintaining their language and keeping it the way it's always been. They don't like it. Right. And the French don't like it. The French also, remember, French also has masculine and feminine nouns, verbs, their, their, their entire language. Every romance well, language yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, when you say Latino, you can say Latina, you can say Latin. Mm -hmm. And and they, they said one of the biggest problems, they said, the thing is, is you say Latino, that is gender neutral. Right. It was designed to be gender neutral. It wasn't designed to be masculine, even though they used the same thing to define a masculine term. And they're all about doing away with the X yeah. or, or, or there's other people who want to change it to a silent E Latin. <laughs> and isn't that the girl that swung on the trapeze during in, 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 in Les Mis or, so. or, 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 or Moulin Rouge Latin, Latin. You can just picture her Latin or put in a silent E on the end of it. They said, no. 
and the pronunciation is the biggest problem because they're all sick of hearing people say Latinx all over the world. I told you this before. On Twitter, there's been a whole big civil war going on with linguistics experts talking about Latinx. And someone who was from Venezuela, at least they had the Venezuelan flag in their bio, uh, (laughs) said, okay, Gringex. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. it. I just want to get that in there. Mountains looking at each other, storytelling time, and I'm going to take a little bit of time to tell a story today. And it's 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 personal. I think you'll get a kick out of it. It will help if you are able to go to our Facebook page, all right, to go to our Facebook page, and we rem- remind everybody that you're listening to the Chattanooga Drive-In Show with our brand-new presenting sponsors, Quality Tire Pros, Quality Tire Pros at Cherokee can work on any vehicle, anytime. They're wonderful people, family-owned, local, local, local. Um, but I, I go to the Facebook page and see if you can find the picture. You can't really make out what it is, but what it is is the launch ramp up at Henson's Gap. I'm going to show it to Russell. Oh, covered in snow. Covered in snow. Do you see any footprints on it? I do. Are those your dogs? No, yeah, that's my dogs over on the right. Okay. You don't see any human footprints on it. No, I don't. All right, Brian, I don't know if you can even see that from here. It just looked like a white mass to you. You can actually see, I mean, it's completely covered with snow still. This was yesterday afternoon, and it's even got a huge drift at the end where it gets deeper. That's where it starts falling off the other side. Now, you've been right, up there. Right. You walk out on this ramp. So and it's you, like flat looking you, you, now. You literally start walking down off, and you can walk right off the ramp to your death. <laughs> and it's, you know, 1,500 feet above the valley floor. Uh-huh. It would not be a pleasant trip. And the reason you don't see any footprints, even though there are people all over the place that live around this ramp, is because they have learned what I learned years ago. You don't want to stand or step on this ramp if it is frozen. Because guess what takes place? You slide? Gravity. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because that snow, I, I almost put a footprint on it just to spoil it, <laughs> just just to be able to say I was there. That was me <laughs> that left that footprint. But I then flash back to the horrible night, horrible night. This would have been 1992 when I first came back down to this area to do talk radio. It was that winter, and me and my, my ex then that I've already mentioned we were not having a good time. She did not want to move back to Chattanooga. She was still in Knoxville. We were we were separated, and I was living at a friend's house up there at the ramp, mm-hmm. and it was wintertime, and it's a it's a cool dome house, like an octagonal dome home. We can, and, and during the wintertime, we actually referred to it as the cold dome. It was hard to keep it warm, <laughs> and the owners were out of town, and I was staying there, so they were very kind to let me stay there. But a huge ice storm came, and everybody was trapped. Nobody could go anywhere. You had whatever you had. You know, neighbors were taking care of each other. But one night, after drinking a little by myself, sitting there all morose and lonely and sad, thinking I was about to get a divorce, and, you know, I did many, many, many years down the road. But I took off walking, and I walked the few hundred yards from the home that I was staying in to the ramp. And it's 10 o'clock at night, and nobody's out. Cold, 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 wind whipping. And I went out, and without thinking, I just continued my stride, even though there was nothing visible. We talked about black ice yesterday. That's what it was. It was an ice storm that had coated everything with translucent, transparent ice and thick. And I just took all of my body weight and took two steps onto that ramp without thinking about it, and didn't take any more steps, but continued moving forward. Ah. 
at a pretty rapid pace. And all of a sudden I go, oh my God, I mean, I'm about to go over. And I fell on my ass and then went all on my back and splayed my limbs out until I came to a halt. But at that point, I was down about to where that drift is. <laughs> I was I was at the the big red board, the yeah, board yeah. That, that, that it's a wooden ramp, and they paint one board red. That says, unless you have a hang glider or a paraglider strapped to you, don't go past this board. And that's about where I stopped. And it took me, no lie, I want you all to use this as a cautionary tale. It took me 30 minutes of careful muscle manipulation on my back, never anything. I would literally take my right butt cheek and inch it a quarter inch and follow with my right shoulder. I would do the same thing with my left butt cheek and my left shoulder, and then I'd slide down again another inch and a half. I, I you know, one step forward, two steps back. In this case, one inch backwards, two inches forward, and it took me a half hour of laying in that just blistering cold wind chill must have been minus 20, just inching myself and just, I, I tried to occupy as much space as I could. I was thinking maybe my body heat would start melting the ice. I was beginning <laughs> to have to think, well, I have to lay here all night until literally there's a puddle under me and I can stand up and make a good leap, you know? <laughs> And it took me forever to get back to where I could actually grab hold of some frozen weeds and pull myself off that ramp. I was just picturing you looking like Jack in The Shining when he's stuck in the maze. <laughs> I, I want to tell you, I want to tell you, by the time I was standing up again, I was sh trembling and shaking from the cold and fear. Yeah. I mean, fear of absolute, sure, 100% death, a miserable death. And I didn't sleep, not only that night, but for a couple of nights, right before I would go to sleep, I would have that feeling. If you've ever been in a car wreck, you've probably experienced this, where you will have the PTSD flashback. Yes. It'll only just be just a it'll one frame, one frame of hitting that car's bumper, you know, doing 35 miles an hour that you didn't see stopped in front of you, and it'll jerk you awake. I was sliding off that damn mountain for nights. Oof. And so if we get an ice storm... Tomorrow night and into Friday morning. Stay the hell away from a block. Stay the hell away from any downhill slope that you don't want to go down. All right? That's all, all right. I got for you today. That's it. That's brought to you by RC2 Realty Solutions. They use a lot of common sense over there. Robin Ring does. Robin with a Y, Ring. Will help you sell, renovate, buy, invest. If you got a distressed property, she will take that off your hands. RC2RealtySolutions.com. Regional Roundup. Since we'll have Daphne Kirks in tomorrow, I'll just say, brought to you by Tennessee American Water Company. We'll be talking to Daphne at length tomorrow. I'm looking very, very forward to it. Regional Roundup, um, one letter that I was going to read from the editor or to the editor here. This one, James Hemsley. Chuck Fleischman doesn't have a whole lot of fans right now. Have y'all picked up on that? Yeah, he's made a lot of enemies, even in his own party. Yeah, and in his own party. I know? hadn't. I've never liked the guy, but I didn't know that he had been... Getting oh, we were we some were, issues within within the party. We were always friends. I mean, I and, like him and, as a person, and, and all, I did too. <laughs> I think he's a weasel. Uh, but I, I I really don't like him as a congressman. I asked him when he I said, "Don't run, don't do it." You know, you this this not your skill set. And of course, he's held that position for some time. But in our neck of the woods, once you get a congressional seat, you're going to keep a congressional seat, especially right now if you're oh, a Republican. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you do. But you're right, even within the party. Now I'm just, I'm just going to read this, and I and, and I really got angry with him during the vote on 
you know, the one six hearings. Yeah, I that remember. that that was that was where I lost it. I mean, that was where he. Yeah, but really, nothing could have surprised turned, you about that. No, no, no. If that's where he truly turned his back on the person that I know he is, and he cast a disingenuous vote that pleased his party leadership, but that he knew was not the right thing. He knows what the right thing is in that situation. He didn't do it, and it pissed me off. But this person, James Hemsley, writes this. Just one letter. Seldom do I find two letters from opposing camps with which I can agree. We talked about this yesterday. I remember. All right. Sunday's Times Free Press showed me that it is possible. One writer suggests that Representative Fleischman should resign because of his anti-democratic actions earlier this year. The other writer suggests that we are in a very different America than the one in which we grew up. I have to agree that the times are very different, not since Senator Joe McCarthy has there been such an attack on democracy. And as the other writer stated, Representative Fleischman is in a party to that attack on our system and our country. In German, Fleischmann translates to meat man, hmm. which means butcher. Yeah. Representative Fleischmann is an excellent example of a butcher since he is among Trump supporters who are determined to eliminate fair elections to ensure that his party and the loser of the last election can be in control of the United States. It must not be allowed to happen. Good people who love our republic must vote to remove people like him from office to ensure our country remains the United States that it has always been and does not become Belarus with U.S. capitalized. Hmm. All right, and that is uh, James Hemsley. And uh, I have to say... That was the, the, the day that, that he flipped my switch. I said, I will do whatever I can to get him out of office. Yeah. And it's going to take somebody with some credibility and some, some, some cojones and some money and some oomph and some real backing to run against him. It might work in a primary. I don't think it would in a general. But I, I, I am, I'm really sick of his spinelessness. His jellyfishness. Something, just an observation that's only somewhat related, something that I think is really interesting about political analysis in the, the new year, I guess, is that people are seeing the same thing but from different sources, right? Like we we in this room could probably all agree that America is seeing a, a slide into despotism in one way or another and probably has been for a long time. But we would probably, especially you and I, Jeff, would probably disagree on what the source of that slide into despotism is. But we all recognize that it's there. Isn't that odd? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Authoritarianism, fascism, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. that's where we're heading right, right now. And that's what scares me. Let me just do a couple of little regional notes. Uh, the USA Today, I always try to give you sources when I can. Uh, and every paper has a 50-state uh, thing where they do a headline from all the states and generally for the last year and a half it's always been COVID, COVID, COVID. They finally got uh, beyond that. So Alabama, Montgomery, nearly $232 million project will upgrade rail transportation between the Port of Mobile and Central Alabama. Mobile wants to be the biggest city in Alabama. They're, they're yeah. trying. Yeah. Uh, Georgia, South Fulton, uh, not a place to be. <laughs> the incoming mayor is moving into a deteriorating condominium complex before deciding whether the city should demolish it. Isn't that bizarre? That's interesting. Hmm. Khalid Kamal. That's a good move, I think. Sworn in Tuesday, sworn in Tuesday, told reporters he will fulfill a campaign promise by moving into Camelot <laughs> for up to a year. <laughs> Camelot. 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 I th honestly, I, I respect that. I don't know who his political leanings are, but I respect that. It's a silly place. <coughs> All right. Excuse me. Nashville. State officials are appealing a judge's order that blocks severe new limits on when public schools can require masks 
and a ban against local officials making decisions about quarantines in schools to combat the pandemic. And that's the way it should be. I mean, the governor has a say so. But I mean, you know, forever he was saying, we're going to leave it up to the locals. And yeah. now all of a sudden it's like, I got to do what I got to do. <laughs> I to have keep, to look you good. Know, sucking that big old orange, you know what? So <laughs> I'm sorry. I just it bothers him to me. But that's that's that. That's your regional wrap up shotgun shout outs. Top of the pops today, brought to you by the Sports Barn, three locations since 1979, helping people get in shape, stay in shape, work on their body, their mind, their soul, their spirit. If I hadn't had the spirit laying there on that frozen ramp to continue the micro minuscule movements of my buttocks, my deltoids, my glutes, my my trilats, whatever else was there. And I was working out at the sports bar and that's probably what saved my life uh, since 1979. You can do it as well. And I'm just going to say this. Um, I think that the, the information that we get from Daphne tomorrow, we'll be talking about that Pearl Harbor situation we mentioned yesterday. Oh, that'd be how, how that hopefully would never happen around here yeah. with the flowing water that we have next to us on the Tennessee River, but we'll see. Um, well, uh, you know, I, I learned if you're not a customer of Tennessee American Water, if you're outside of that region, everyone except for Tennessee American Water poisons their water. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That They ought to use that. Yeah. Um, I just gonna say this is I listened on the way in to a another it was a radio station I was listening to a morning show what that happens to be information heavy still entertaining it was NPR uh, so it wasn't a bunch of local buffoons it wasn't just pure syndicated crap and it you know and I know a lot of people think that NPR and PBS are just all super left-wing liberal and I think they do a pretty good job we're gonna be talking to a college least, professor of at it, least covering the other side or national NPR yes, yes but yes. the local WTC.org folks I ain't got a lot of this love was for a, you. this yeah. was this was a national story but it was just a, it was a gentleman that he's he's from some business advisory council at a big you know international level and they were talking about this situation going on in China uh, with uh, Tesla. And there are people trying to get Tesla to shut down their showroom and trade show going on in China because of what they're doing to the Uyghurs. Yeah. And he, and and this guy got into the very simple, very contextual problem. And he said, there's no country in the world that is suffering more than America right now because of our political divisiveness we are so divided that if an international corporation wants to come in and do business in America, and he said China is a close second, but America is definitely first, every single decision that they are forced to make and people are going to demand from them to give opinions on these various social issues, they lose 50% of their potential audience. Yeah. And why do they want to do that? They can go somewhere else where the people are not so divided, and your opinion on vaccinations or you know human rights as a CEO isn't going to immediately evaporate 50% of the customer base. Yeah, and it's a weird situation, too, because we seem to, for some reason, look up to CEOs as role models in some ways. Hey, because we're, because we're capitalists. Well, yeah, sure, but we shouldn't. I mean, not, not that we shouldn't be capitalists, but these people are not role models. They're just business people. And so asking, like, an Elon Musk what his opinion on vaccines, who cares what his opinion on vaccines are? It doesn't matter. Who cares what Richard Branson but thinks I, about I, anything, you know? I, honestly, I just have to say I never thought about that before. I mean, you know, yeah. we, we, we've, we've bemoaned the divisiveness and we've bemoaned the 
the split nature of our country and the fact that you can't even have a pleasant conversation anymore, and maybe we're getting beyond that, but it never occurred to me that as a business person, you if, if you put something up on a sign out there and you express your political political opinion and it says, you know, What's the chant that they do instead of saying F Joe Biden? Oh, let's go, Brandon. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's go, go Brandon. Brandon. If they have yeah. you know one of those little signs out there and it says let's go, Brandon, I'm not shopping there. Right. I don't want to go in there and subject myself to some sort of jabber jab about, you know, national politics and Trump being the second messiah. I mean, I don't I don't want to hear that. And yeah. I and that's just a natural reaction, but I never thought about it on a bigger level until that guy started talking about it this morning. And when he said America is the absolute worst, I started thinking I guess he's right. Well, that's Far why you first see, world nations go. It, it's sort of the the big joke in the uh, not that I'm a part of this community, but within the LGBT community, right? Where there's Pride Month, and all of the corporations will like change their corporate logos sure. to the rainbow sure. flag. Sure, they do it for a month, and then you know the month is over, and they're like, yeah, well, yeah. it's over. And then they go, let's get all these gays out of here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> they're bad for business. <laughs> Excuse you know, me. Yeah, and yeah, and uh, and you, a good example is uh, video game companies because you have one that's a big one, Bethesda. All right, he actually did use that as an example oh did he really yeah so bethesda will have you know uh the pride flag in every jurisdiction except for bethesda middle east that one's not the pride said, flag. Said there's there, there there are video games that are blowing up all over the world that they've not even marketed here yeah because they're just they they, they know they can only hit 50 percent of the market because other people if they feel like there's a hint a hint of something that goes against their political leanings, they'll just they'll walk away from it. Yeah, it's crazy. So, that, so that's it. That was top of the pops this morning. Um, I think we covered it. Yeah, I got nothing. We're I, good. I, 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 um is the the part of the show where we you know stall by saying um. Yeah. The universal mantra of the eternally confused um <clears> um, <throat> and to see if we forgot anything. And I don't think we forgot anything. No. So unless you got something, Brian. I mean, we'll be here tomorrow. Daphne will be here after that. The stuff comes in on Thursday, and we'll see about Friday. I am feeling really bad about the weather on Friday. This band is called Wet Leg from the Isle of Wight. I think you're going to get this. This is catchy beyond imagination and is smarter than you think it is. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Quality Tire Pros.
long, on the chaise long, on the chaise long, all day long, on the chaise long, on the chaise long, on the chaise long, on the chaise long, all day long, on the chaise long. 